Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with information on an important free resource for veterans, the VA Health and Benefits app. The tool is like a one-stop shop for veterans. It allows them to view or cancel VA medical appointments, send and receive messages from healthcare providers, and download VA benefit letters to provide veteran status or disability payments. Veterans can also manage existing VA claims, find the closest VA medical centers, and get quick access to the VA crisis line. You can download the Health and Benefits app on your iPhone or at the Google App Store, or wherever you normally get your mobile apps. If you already use this app, please share your feedback on your phone's App Store. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app. I'm Mike Richmond. introduce you tonight, Karen Zeitz from Battle Buddies, Florida. Battle Buddies, Florida is a grassroots 501c3 not-for-profit organization providing service dogs for active military veterans and first responders in need, utilizing rescue dogs from local shelters and rescue organizations. How awesome is that? Our mission is to combat PTSD and suicide among these groups at no cost to the veteran or first responder giving them and their families a better life. They are a 100% volunteer-driven organization and none of their board members receive a salary. The only paid people are the dog trainers and mental health professionals servicing the veteran or first responders. And they work with veterans and first responders in Pasco, Pinellas, and Hillsborough, Hillsborough counties here in Florida. Veterans and first responders are worked with 101 and receive individual attention to their needs. And I am going to post their contact information in the chat this evening. And please welcome everyone to the stage, Karen Zeitz. Welcome, Karen. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> welcome. I'm, I'm wonderful. This, it's great to be Good. here. I'm happy to have you on. Uh, so I follow several veteran pages uh, here in Florida. And that is how I came upon uh, Battle Buddy. So I recently, recently, it's been a year and a half, I guess I can stop saying recently, right? <laughs> uh, so I moved to Florida about a year and a half ago. And one of the things as a you know woman in the military currently serving, I did was try to start getting connected to the veteran community, veteran resources, what's available in the state of Florida and making connections on social media was one of the first things that I did. So I've been following several sites 
And as I got my podcast up and running, uh, I found Battle Buddies and I thought this is a great organization to have on, on my podcast and talk about the great things that Battle Buddies is doing. So I'm happy to have you on. So tell me, Karen, when was Battle Buddies started and why was it started? And tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Okay. We got our 501c3 in October of 19. We started doing a few fundraisers. And of course, and most of our trainers were shut down too. With my background, I have a big business background, of course, but I was married to a Vietnam veteran. Uh, that didn't know what PTSD was. You're a man. All right, so Karen's having some technical difficulties. Let's try to let her back on. I think I'm back. There you go, you're back. <laughs> She's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Karen. So tell us a little bit, again, a little bit about yourself anyway, and how um, you started Battle Buddies. <laughs> I, 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 I was married to a Vietnam veteran. Uh, that had PTSD back when they didn't know what PTSD was. It was just called shell shock, and he'd be told, you're a man, suck it up. Well, his PTSD got worse, and it eventually tore our family apart. And then by the time my daughter was, well, when my daughter was six, All right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break while we are trying to figure right. out the, uh, the... We are basically worthless and we were never gonna get anywhere, um, especially the fact that we were women. After a missing 14-year-old girl was found in the barracks of Camp Pendleton, a Marine has been charged. Old stereotypes about sex-crazed sailors have come back to haunt the Navy. And if you can picture as many men as possible surrounding you. Two Navy SEALs and two Marine Raiders were going to assault, duct tape, and record the illegal hazing of Melgar, but that they also planned to have a Malian man who was present sexually assault the 34-year-old staff sergeant on video. Sister, their daughter. 
This can't happen, and it's happening every day. No one wants to talk about it. All right, everybody. So it uh, looks like Karen is back, and we also have Rock Rope of the Tampa Bay Veterans Day Parade joining us as well. So I'm going to bring them both on. Hello, Rock. How are you? Are you doing okay? <laughs> I'm good. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so sorry. Oh. Technology. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, good to see well, you. Welcome to the show. Hi, How Rock. are you? Thank you. Hi, Karen. How you doing? <laughs> so Karen's having some technical difficulties. Rock. Now, Rock, do you know Karen Battle Buddies? Uh, pardon me. Do you know Karen Zeit from Battle Buddies, Florida? No, no, I do not. I do not. But she oh, looks like a person I would know. Excellent. So uh, we're going to get you guys connected too. Uh, Karen's okay. frozen right now, but I'm going to introduce you once she's unfrozen. But okay. Karen runs an organization called Battle Buddies Florida, and they serve Pasco, Pinellas, and Hillsborough County in getting service dogs for military first responders and law enforcement. Oh, that's terrific. That's awesome. So we're going to get you guys hooked up too, so you guys can connect after after the show, because this is I think this is a nice connection too for, for you guys Absolutely. both to, to have. Uh, so, um, so, Rock, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Veterans Day Parade. I'm excited. Outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> I'm just an old Air Force veteran going back to 1963, got out in 67. I spent a little time in Vietnam, but by the grace of God, I got home okay and uh, had lived in Florida for 53 years, I guess. I was actually born on the exotic island of Puerto Rico, and then oh, I wow. was raised in Brooklyn, where I met my wife, and uh, as kids, we grew up, we got married, and we, while in the Air Force, we moved away and moved to various places, and then we wound up in Florida, so... That's how it started. And then uh, <laughs> in Florida, I became a very involved person. I'm always nosy and want to get involved in things. So as a civic uh, activist, I wanted to do something for our community. And it so happened that I had a very good friend who was a Marine. And he had been shot in Vietnam. He was there about the same time as I was. And uh, we remember the day that the Vietnam veteran was treated very, very poorly. And there was never, well, at that time, there was not a, uh, any type of a parade in honor of the Vietnam veterans or anything. So we decided, you know, well, let's do something to bring honor to uh, not, not just all veterans, but in particular the Vietnam veteran at that given time. And so that's how it happened. Back uh, 30 years ago, we began this thing. Uh, none of us, neither he or I, had any idea as to how to put together a parade. It was just trial and error. And, and then we were initially hamstrung by the sheriff's office. There was a major, well, it's unfortunate. There was a major there who said, oh, you don't have enough to do a parade, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, make long story short, we made it happen little at a time. And also um, something very nice that happened was in 19, I think it was 94, 5, 
we had a commanding officer reach out. He reached out to me and asked that I do, uh, do him a favor. And I said, what is that? And he said, well, I have a dear friend who uh, served in World War II, and he was not uh, given, not presented his medals that would do him. Can, can she not hear me? Is Karen? Yeah, I can hear okay. you. Okay. Yep, you're good. Okay. So anyway, he asked that um, the medals that were not presented to him after World War II, that they be presented at the review stand of the parade. And so I said, that's fine. Let me check with McDill and make certain that he was due those, uh, those awards. And by God, he was. He had about five or six different medals that he had not been uh, presented. So anyway, to make a long story short, the day of the parade, we had this gentleman, and I felt terrible because I can't remember his history, his, uh, his life, his family. But this gentleman with his, uh, he was 73 at the time. He had his family up there at the review stand, and he had... Um, well... Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. That was interesting. I don't know what that was. I apologize. That was <laughs> That's okay. random noise. <laughs> it's okay. So anyway, um, the uh, the gentleman was there with his family. And his... Is it on my end or? Yeah, um, we're going to go to a commercial break real okay. fast. guts and it's the glory a hundred stripes a hundred stories it's the pledge of allegiance on the 4th of July it's some handwritten letters from home it's some sleepless nights alone it's his newborn baby he left with his wife Mr. Red, White and Blue
can't be serious i am serious and don't call me shirley find us on the web at mbradio.us i want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of mbr views remember this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride all right we're back okay <laughs> we mentioned this earlier right we love technology uh so rock is talking about the veterans day parade and you are a Vietnam veteran, and Karen's husband was a Vietnam veteran oh, really? um, who unfortunately um, committed suicide many, many uh, years ago. Mm. Uh, but uh, I am happy to have you two on the show together tonight because Karen has an organization here in uh, Pinellas Hills, Barrow, Pasco County that has uh, service dogs for uh, military, law enforcement, first responders, and you have an amazing parade that promotes and supports uh, the military. So I'm happy to have you both Absolutely. here connected. Uh, I did pilfer some pictures from um, Facebook, Rock. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah. So I want to uh, show the uh, logo for the parade. I love this. I think this is great. <laughs> Absolutely. That is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also would like to show the, you know, the support during the parade. Uh, so uh, full disclosure, I, so I'm from the Philadelphia area. Philadelphia also has uh, an annual Veterans Day parade uh, as well. And two years ago, I was the first woman to be the grand marshal of their, of their Philadelphia Veterans Day parade. So uh, coming down here and finding out that Tampa Bay has a parade, uh, and I live right here in Clearwater, um, this is a nice, close location, uh, and I'm happy to have you on to help promote uh, the parade as well. Um, these guys, I know these guys. Uh, I volunteer for Honor Flight, so I have met the Santa Drill team. <laughs> <laughs> They're a treat. They're a real treat. They, they, they are a real treat, uh, and yeah. uh, I, I enjoy them. And yeah. I love the camaraderie that we and the patriotism uh, that this kind of uh, parade brings. And we bring all the forces together. Um, we bring you, uh, I should say, I'm, I'm speaking we as in the community. The community Correct. comes together Correct. to Correct. support uh, veterans, um, those actively serving and those um, that have uh, since retired. Um, so what can we expect from the parade this year? Well, let me, let me, let me back up a little bit and, and share with you the thought I was on because it's extremely yes. important to the parade. The gentleman I spoke of and he, his family at the staging or review area um, was not presented the medals and he had the opportunity at that given time. We had a one-star general from McDill as our grand marshal. He had the opportunity, this gentleman did, to have a one-star general pin the medals on him, which he did not receive in World War II simply because he was black. So that position of honoree, which has existed since then, corrected an injustice 
within the way it was back then. And we have had an honoree ever since. And uh, we honor all, we've honored all the World War II veterans. They're just about all gone now. Uh, but we have had, now we're doing some uh, Korean and Vietnam veterans. But that's a position that we adhere to, along with the Grand Marshal, generally from MacDill. This year, we're having a challenge because MacDill, given the world's circumstances, MacDill has been having a hard time by way of personnel. They're moving a lot of people around and what have you. So we may not have uh, either the wing commander or the deputy commander because they're both, as you can imagine, and certainly being in the military, you, you understand, uh, they're really involved in what's happening today. But nonetheless, that doesn't, I mean, we always love to have them. We may have still the honor guard from the Air Force Base, Big Dill, uh, but then we have the, it's an amazing group of people that come out. The Shriners, if you love the Shriners, they come out with a full compliment. All their folks, their, their little motorcycles and everything comes out and they add a lot to the parade. Our American Legion posts, the various schools, the, uh, the drill teams that we have from the uh, ROTC of various schools, uh, the Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts. And it's a wonderful thing. If you looked at the pictures that we have on our website, of all the little kids with their flags. And, and that's, that makes me very proud when I see that. And oftentimes, uh, well, years ago, I used to also hand out the POW flag. And I remember handing one to a child and the child looked at it and said, what is that? I said, ask your dad to tell you exactly. It's an educational process that we're able to take part of and in, involve the community and teach and uh, salute the uh, the American flag, honor the guys that have suffered a lot, and that's what we're all about. And well, I and I appreciate you sharing the story of getting this gentleman his medals. It's really important. I don't think people realize um, how important it is to get those medals and how hard it is after some time has passed to do the research and the work that goes into. When did you receive this? How did you qualify for this? And then getting it and then presenting it, which is really quite, um, it's, it's, it's an honor to receive any kind of medal. And especially after all that time and you're awarded something, especially after a significant amount of time has passed, that's truly important and great work. And you really do need someone that's like honestly dedicated to and committed to that type of, of service and support because it, it really does. Uh, mean a lot. And we've seen it in other, I've heard of other stories of veterans who have lost their medals due to, you know, yes. fire, hurricane, you know, any, some kind of just, you know, through no fault of their own, they moved and things got lost. And, you know, that's, you know, for, for us who serve, like that's, you know, that's it's important tragic. to us. And, yeah. and so thank you for sharing that story and doing, and doing that work. That truly is uh, important. And uh, Karen and I were speaking before the show started about my, the special place that Vietnam veterans hold in my heart because you, like, as you said, you didn't get a parade when you came home. You were treated very badly. And I, uh, a couple of years ago, heard from some women who were nurses in Vietnam that it wasn't just the men, it was the women. It was anybody who was had any association with Vietnam was treated badly. And that Correct. made me embarrassed as a woman currently serving in the military did not know that and why we're not talking about that so that 
you know, their stories deserve to be heard and told. And uh, it's important. So when I, you know, I started volunteering for Honor Flight just through coincidence. And that to see the Vietnam veterans coming off of a flight to a, a, a welcome home that is so well deserved and to see them crying is just, it's faith in humanity restored, uh, in it my is. opinion. And so anytime that we can honor and say thank you to our Vietnam veterans, I make sure that I, I honor them and, and say thank you because I think that's really important. And Karen, thank you for your service too. And I'm very sorry that your husband, you know, didn't get the help that he, you know, he deserved and needed. And um, has that played a part in the, your motivation uh, with Battle Buddy Florida? Oh, definitely. You know, the the thing works really good is that since I lived with the PTSD, um, I can understand the veterans and the first. Okay, are we back? Yeah. <laughs> I lost everybody there for yeah. a while. But yeah, it, it 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 really made a big difference and it was the reason why I originally got involved in uh working with veterans and dogs help them with their PTSD. And I have a big background in rescue. I've been in one form All right, so we're going to go to a commercial. I just find um, that quick. dogs really make a difference. And what most people don't realize is that some dogs can smell the PTSD, and others can't be afraid of it. The others want to As we're working through some of the technical things, Rock, let's come back to you for for a minute and tell okay. me a little bit about how has have you seen the Tampa Bay Veterans Day parade grow through the years, from where it, it has, started to where you are now. Okay. Well, when it started, as I said earlier, it was a real challenge, given that what we were asking for was the shutting down of a thoroughfare, if you will, by the uh, by the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department which was a big challenge to say the least. And then neither my, my uh, friend and I had any experience with, uh, with parades. So, and then trying to motivate the schools to get involved and bring their bands and ROTC and what have you. It was almost like, eh, it's, uh, it's too small. It's, it hasn't begun. It hasn't really happened yet. So there was a tremendous challenge, but nonetheless, we proceeded on and, Every year we started adding, we'd be, we didn't lose faith that we would make this thing happen. And then 9-11 happened. And uh, that was an interesting year for many reasons. Uh, we had, uh, at one point, financially, we had come to a point where we could not possibly go on. 
And a lot of the expenses were coming out of my friend's pocket and mine initially. So the, the, the friend that came and, and uh, helped us out was George Steinbrenner. God bless his soul. <laughs> he was what wonderful man. He had his executive director call me and want to meet with me. So I went up to, to see him. And uh, I, I said to him up front, I, I was very honest. I said, you know, I'm here to ask for money from you, the executive director of the New York Yankees. But understand, I'm an old Brooklyn Dodger fan. And he <laughs> laughed and he said, I got news for you. I am too. So we were, we were good. But anyway, they, uh, they gave us a, a sizable sum of money for the parade. They put out all sorts of advertisements. Uh, he even brought, he, uh, George Steinbrenner, brought the Marine Corps band from Paris Island to the uh, parade, to march to the parade, lead the parade with that band, uh, U.S. Marine Corps, and uh, put them up in his hotel overnight and treated them like royalty, if you will, for that given day of the parade. And that's the only parade that we have had in which the, B, uh, what was it, the tankers, the C-134s or 35s, I forget now what their designations are. But anyway, they flew precisely over the staging, uh, not the staging, but the review stand during the singing of the national anthem. That kind of coordination <laughs> could only come with Steinbrenner. So that's, we that's will, a lot of coordination. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we will be forever indebted to the Steinbrenner family uh, for what they did. And thereafter, the parade really blossomed. And of course, 9-11, that was, it was miraculous that, I mean, we were there at the, this was, we're talking June, July. And then the occurrence was, of course, September. And uh, talk about flag waving. It was just a remarkable time for the country with regards to the patriotism that was shown after 9-11. It was remarkable. And George Steinbrenner was very responsible for much of that. And the parade has grown since then. We now have 100% support uh, from Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Uh, catch, uh, Chad Cronister, the sheriff, he's awesome. Uh, he generally comes out during the parade, and uh, we give him the opportunity, the lead in the parade, so that he can have an opportunity to he and his deputies connect with the community, shaking hands, and which is what we need again in society for the police and community to come together and, and show that they're people just like we. So it's been an awesome ride. Great. And, and uh, we did also start a, uh, a corporation so that we're not beholding to anyone. Our main function in this nonprofit corporation is to put on the parade. That's all we do once a year. And we begin the process believe it or not, in January. And we work throughout the year lining things up and fine-tuning what we need to do for the parade. That, in essence, is what we're all about. So it's the Veterans Day Parade Group, Inc., uh, 501c3 Corporation. Yep. That's outstanding. Now, what does – so the parade will be on Veterans Day this year, November 11th. What do you need now and then – Proactively planning for next year, what do you need? We always look for and have great need of, of course, for volunteers the day of the parade. At the staging area, 
If you can imagine, that is a very, very confusing time. I get there at six o'clock in the morning and it's very tranquil. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, within <laughs> a short period of time, it's going to be a nightmare here. Um, but we need help there so that we position people in various locations so that they can direct the folks where to go and line up and so forth and so on. So we're in, uh, in need of uh, maybe five, 10 people to facilitate and to assist us with that. And then uh, during the course of the year, what would be nice would be to have other persons who may be interested in serving on our board, being involved. Uh, most of us, a good many of us are, are getting up in years and we'd like to see new blood come in so we could start <laughs> handing down the baton, if you will. And yeah. I think, it, yeah. And so, you know, but it's got to be someone who really cares and wants to to take it and 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 take it to the next level, that sort of thing. So if we could find people like that who would be dedicated, would want to serve, or at least take a look at what we do and how we do it, uh, we'd, we'd love that. Uh, outstanding. And now where is the parade route running along? So people who want to come and observe, where can they go to get a nice Great, great. <laughs> It'll be on Hanley, on Hanley Road, and that would be between uh, Barry Road to the north and Hillsborough Avenue to the south. Uh, the staging area of the parade is actually at uh, the Morgan Woods Elementary School, which is, um, there's a sports complex most people are familiar with there and it's called the Schimberg uh, sports complex where they have soccer and baseball for little, uh, for the little guys. Um, so it's only about a two and a half mile parade. It's not a, a real long one. Uh, it, it's just, just right. If you will. Um, we hand out flags and, and uh, the streets, everything is safe. We have more deputies than you can imagine. Uh, at every corner. So we've got, thank God, we have never had an incident of any kind. The worst thing we ever had was a little young lady came to me and said, do you have a Band-Aid? I said, yes, I do. And she says, because <laughs> I can't take my earring out and I have to cover that up because I'm in uniform and I'm not <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> and I said, be glad to do that. So that, that's been thus far, thank goodness, the only incident we've had. So the parade comes up. The staging area is not the staging. The review stand is in front of Webb Middle School. And that's where um, uh, the dignitaries will be. The, the Generally, the honoree and the grand marshal will be seated there. And we've had in the past previous um, honorees who liked it so much, they always return. And those that have <laughs> those that continue to live. This one is uh, 90, I think he's 99 years old. Still God bless is, him. Yeah, and he still has his, his mind and uh, faculties. He's uh, able to move around. He's doing well. So That's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So we're and excited. And at the end of the parade, there's a carnival, correct? There had been. There had been, but had there's been. no okay. longer the, uh, the carnival. Um, multitude of reasons for that. Uh, it became a little rowdy. Uh, and so, therefore, it was discontinued. At some point, what we're planning to do and we're thinking of doing is bringing, when we initially started the parade, we had uh, a lot of the vendors, the restaurants and what have you throughout the community come out and uh, have a taste of town and country, if you will. Little uh, booths set up for t uh, people to taste a little bit of their restaurant. 
And so we may turn to something like that and, and perhaps some uh, state fair um, rides or something, but we're working on that. We'll have something additional to the parade. Excellent. And what are you most looking forward to this year at the parade? Oh, I get it. I, I'm, I'm an old guy and I love a parade. I'm a kid at heart when I see a parade. So I get the biggest kick out of the little guys marching along, waving their flags. And the, the, I just, I'm delighted. If you look at those pictures on our website where you see babies in strollers and they have little flags, oh, that just, uh, that, I look forward to seeing that and seeing the expression on the, the, or the, the folks that are there to watch the parade. And uh, there's a great deal of patriotism that is not being reported. People who actually, they stand up as a flag goes by, uh, they respect it. And, and it's not, that sort of thing is generally not shown uh, throughout the news media world, sadly. But yeah, uh, I, I agree. It, it's uh, yeah. faith and humanity restored. I love, I I'm with you. I love the little kids waving the flags. Like when I go to yeah. honor play and I see all the little kids there, that just, that just warms my heart. Uh, I see my producer popping on. Joel, do we have Karen on the phone line now? And he's gone. Karen, can you hear me? Joel, do I need to do something? <laughs> my producer's backstage. Ah, okay. <laughs> Uh, don't rock us and think that I'm completely insane. My producer is backstage <laughs> helping me with audio. <laughs> no, no sweat. <laughs> That's okay. I understand, Kristen. This is, you know, for me, I, I'm a guy that I'm still amazed. I used to listen to the Lone Ranger on the radio. Unlike, you know, you can say that to people today. You say, what? Yeah, I did. And I always marveled that people coming through that little wire and that it, it was an amazing thing. So, we, I have advanced. a love-hate relationship with technology, right? I, uh, yeah. you know, I love it, but I hate it. Uh, so, Rock, <laughs> the Tampa Bay mm. Veterans Day Parade is on Facebook. You have your own web page uh, as well, and I have posted those to the Wonderful. chat. Uh, so, when this posts to uh, the social media sites, we will. It'll be out there. Uh, do you have enough volunteers this year? No, we can use a few more if they would be if they would like to give me a holler. Would you like me to give you my phone number on uh, or not? Yeah, if you need, if you need help and you're comfortable, ha have at it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, they can call me Rock R O C K at eight one three area seven eight four one two eight two and chat with me, and I'll be more than happy to to set you up with a a lineup somewhere that you can be of assistance. And it may hit your spot. It may be something that you would want to continue to do for a lifetime. Uh, and I agree with you about the staging area. When I was in the Philadelphia Veterans Day Parade, I was in the staging area as well. And it was, it was, but it was so much fun. <laughs> so it was yes. organized chaos and it was the best time. <laughs> it was, it, yeah. In fact, the parade, by the way, kicks off at precisely 10 o'clock in the morning. And uh, the road closure begins at between 8.30 and 9. The, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office starts closing things down. Uh, so anyone wanting to participate, and there's plenty of parking, by the way, at the conclusion of the parade. There are 
uh, shopping centers and libraries where they can park and what have you. At the staging area, there's minimal parking. But at 10 o'clock, we kick off, and uh, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be nice. And, we, we, and you have a good time. Uh, yeah, so, yes. uh, and I see my producer. Karen's on. Karen's on. Karen, yay! We have Karen. <laughs> Karen, thank you so much for your patience. Thank God Joel's behind the scenes tonight. <laughs> so please, I don't, please. Yes. I don't know why everything keeps freezing up on me. That that it's because it's technology and we have a love hate relationship with it. So <laughs> please tell us more and the wonderful things that Battle Buddies Florida uh, is doing. Uh, may I read a testimonial? Is that okay if I start with that? That's fine. Sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. So this is a testimonial that uh, of a an individual who uh, got some support from Battle Buddies, uh, and it says, "I can't recommend Battle Buddies." enough as a retired and disabled police officer with PTSD, my mental health team recommended a service animal to deal with my symptoms. As we already had our dog, Hank, Battle Buddies agreed to train him to be my service dog free of charge. However, if you need a dog, they will provide one for you as well. Other organizations wanted a significant amount of money or to take him away to their facility to start his training. Not Battle Buddies. They sent us to a local trainer and paid for everything. Now wow. I have the service dog I dreamed about. I tell every first responder and veteran I know about them, I enthusiastically endorse Battle Buddies as a service dog provider. And that is a testimonial from Rich Alvarez. And we have his dog. And you said Hank is his dog, right, Karen? Say that again, Mark. You said uh, Hank is his dog, correct? Hank, yes. So we're going to show Hank because he's adorable and he's an adorable okay. little uh, Rottweiler, and Rottie's have a special place in my heart. I love it. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you what we did, though, with, uh, with yes, Rich and Hank. Rich runs another organization that works with veterans and first responders with PTSD. And he wanted to be able to use Hank. So we went ahead and also had Hank dual certified. So he is a certified therapy dog for Rich to use. And Rich's personal service dog. But the amazing thing is Hank knows what his role is supposed to be depending upon which vest Rich puts on him. That's amazing. I, that just boggles my mind that we can do that with dogs. Like they have dual roles and they can figure it out. And, you know, some of us can't even get our husbands to do certain things more than one thing at a time, right? And we're training dogs to do it. Right. right. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you, you see um, some of the other pictures that I sent you. Yes, I am going to pull them up right now of all these adorable babies that you are that is that is harley harley we got it as as an owner surrender at six months of age he had spent the better part of his first six months locked 12 hours or more in a barn stall every day wow oh, terrible and, wow. and now he's someone I'm sorry, Harley is now the Clearwater Firefighter Chaplain Service Dog. That's outstanding. Mm. Wow. 
All Beautiful. right, and I'm going to pull up our next picture of this little cutie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Max was a rescue that was adopted by a Navy veteran. And Max, he wanted Max trained as a service dog. And that dog is so intuitive. The first time I met Max, I was not feeling well. He put both paws up on my shoulders and hugged me to him. Wow. Wow. Feel better. Unfortunately, Max's veteran is um, at the end stage of life, but um, he's been he's been fabulous for his veteran. Now, what will happen to Max once his veteran like has? Does the family need to make arrangements, or like does I hope you know like how does it like what happens in that instance? Well, it depends. Max was not our dog to begin with. Okay, it was the veteran's dog. And okay, gotcha. actually lives with Rogue, who's the one of the other pictures I sent you. And yeah. uh, Rogue's veteran uh, will be take keeping Max. And oh, good. It says service dog in training, but she is a full-fledged service dog now. Oh, yay! So she passed her little test. Yay! Congratulations, Rose. <laughs> yeah, and she she serves a um, firefighter who is also a veteran. Wow. Cool. Um, so now tell me, Karen, how many people have you helped since the inception of Battle Buddies? We have 24 in our program, and we've had almost that many drop out, to be honest with you, because they decide they just don't want to commit to the training. And what is involved in the training? So that's an excellent segue into what's required and what's the process like. Okay, depending upon the age of the dog, um, let's take Harley, who was six months old when we got him. He started with the AKC Good Puppy training. He then went from that into AKC beginner training, AKC canine good citizen, and AKC canine good citizen advanced. Now, wow. they, they go through that, and you're looking at six to eight weeks, once a week with each, each one of those designations. They then can be tested for public access. Wow. Yeah. So this is quite a, it's quite a process. Oh, definitely is. Yeah. And, and they have to make a commitment, particularly if we're giving them the dog, they have got to make a commitment that they're going to spend the time, you know, training and working with the dog because we train the dog and the veteran together. And that and makes if sense. If they have a spouse or significant other at home, we encourage them to come to the training too. This way they're all on the same page with the command. Right. Well, and that makes, you know, it, it, may, it seems to make the most sense, right? If we have to train everyone so that everyone is aware of what the commands are and what the support is going to be like. And it's not just for this individual's dog. It's 
the family unit is in order for them to stay together, this individual needs the support for a reason. So it makes sense that we have the whole family involved if they're properly and adequately supported. Right. We consider it a family affair. Uh, I agree with that. My dog is a part of my family. So. Yeah. And if, if, if they have children that can come to the training session, that's great too. You know, this way they all know how to interact with the dog. And so when people say, okay, I need a service dog, they come to you. What is that process? Is there an application process? It's an interview process. How does it work if an individual um, needs a service dog to come to you? Yeah, we, we send them an application via email. They have to send that back to us with veterans. We need a copy of their DD-214, their uh, VA designation particularly if we're dealing with PTSD and of course copy of their driver's license and you know different things we then go out and we do what we call a home inspection to make sure that the home is suitable for a dog and I'll give you an example of one that we turned down he had his property enclosed by chain link fence on three sides. The lake side did not, and he refused to. Well, what do you have? Alligators. Right, yes, no, we don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, we told him until you get that back area across the lake fenced off, we will not give you a dog. Well, he is actually now on our uh, band list because oh, wow. his response to me was a picture of himself in a rowboat on that lake flipping me the bird. Oh, wow. that's nice. That's appropriate. <laughs> wow. Yeah, isn't it? Shame, Karen. I'm sorry that you experienced that. Um, so let me ask you another question. So you, we mentioned in the beginning, uh, reading about the bio battle buddies, that the only thing that's paid is the training for the dog, the dog trainers, and the mental health professionals. So where do the trainers come from, and where do the mental health professionals come from? Okay, the uh, I'll deal with the mental health professionals first. One of our volunteers is a retired Navy non-com and a mental health professional. Wow. And she, if any of our people need to talk, she's more than happy to talk to them. And the, um, I just went brain dead. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so it's a human race. I, I personally interview the trainers because I'm very particular about them. And I want to see the credentials that they have. You know, the trainer that we have in Palm Harbor, he is a retired state trooper and a certified AKC trainer. And he has no problem in the beginning of sending me all his certifications. The same with our trainer in Hudson. 
he's got a list of certifications a mile long. And this is what I, I try to caution people about because not all trainers are created equal. Agree. And not all trainers can get the veteran and the dog their AKC certification. Yeah, let me, some of the other things, like when we give somebody a dog, the dog comes fixed, so it's spayed or neutered, up to date on all shots. We pay for the county tags. They get a 35 pound bag of ProPlan food, bowls, toys, and six months of uh, heartworm and flea protection. Wow, that's quite a package. <laughs> that is, that is. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't, you can't assume that they're going to have everything for the dog the day they bring them home. And they get the service dog and training vest, another collar, a leash, poop bags, <laughs> and bowls, food and water. They have everything they need the day they go home with the dog. Well, that's fantastic. You know, when I was reading about your organization, Karen, I love that you take the dog that, you know, if we have a dog, a, a veteran, a military, active duty, law enforcement, first responder, if someone has a dog already or is going to pick their own dog, then you assist them in getting the training. You know, it's a lot of organizations give you a dog and that's wonderful. Uh, think that you know it's I like this premise that you can pick your own dog because some you know I you know I've had dogs my entire life you know you, you make a connection with an animal and you know like this is my dog I just feel a connection with this animal and I think that just makes the training I think all the better because you've got a connection with this animal and we're going to work with this animal to make sure so that it can support you and and your needs and I think that's really kind of a unique idea and concept that you've taken and made a success out of with the those that you have served so far if their dog if their dog speaks to them and their dog is not very old um i mean we we only really like to take up to four-year-olds okay but if that dog speaks to them why force them to go into additional debt to bring another dog in the house you know, there's no agree. reason for it. I agree. <laughs> well, thank you very much for all the work that you are, are doing. And thank you for being so patient and working through some of our technology issues this evening. And Rock, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us as well. And the Tampa Bay Veterans Day Parade, November 11th, Starts at 10 a.m., but I suggest you get along the parade route early and get a nice seat. It's the Gulf Amen. Coast of Florida, so we sh weather should not be an issue. <laughs> One thing, if I may, I I'd like yes. to mention the name of uh, my friend, the Marine, who helped me with this. He and I shared the burden of creating this thing. Mark Fogarty, uh, who was just, he has passed away since, but uh, he was very, very instrumental. Uh, helping me to put this thing together. Without him, we could not have done this. 
So I just want to mention thank his you, Mark name. Mark Fogarty for assisting uh, to, and to his family. Thank you for your service uh, as well. Amen. And yep. for being a part of the veteran community and yep. starting this wave of support that you so faithfully and are, are carrying, carrying forward. So, and Amen. Karen, Battle Buddies of Florida, you on Facebook as well, and you and I put your um, website uh, as well, BattleBuddiesFlorida.org. Please uh, continue to do the great work that you are doing uh, as well. And for the listeners out Thank there, you. uh, you're looking for your, you know, an organization to support. These are two great organizations to support. If you are here in the Florida area, if you are listening and you are not in the Florida area please go find an amazing organization that suits and fits your passion and you can continue doing great things out in the community. So for the dog tag diva, reminding you to greet each day with purpose, passion, and tenacity and be kind to each other and stay tuned for an announcement coming soon. Amen. Amen. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Okay. Have that's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight. Anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take a moment to talk about something close to my heart. Military Broadcast Radio has been doing incredible work to support our veterans and bring their voices to the world. They rely on your generous donations and your dedicated volunteer hours to make it happen. I encourage you to consider supporting NBR in any way, form that you can. Use this QR code that's attached to the picture, or you can go to our website at mbradio.us. That's mikebravoradio.us. To learn more about how you can donate or volunteer even just an hour a week from your home, help make a difference in the lives of our veterans. Because once again, we're all here for you and not for us. We're giving a veterans a voice.